0: Robots vs. Dinosaurs is a proud member of the Apocalypse Podcast Network. Check out Apocalypse Podcast Network for more great podcasts. The following podcast is brought to you by Robots vs. Dinosaurs. Robots vs. Dinosaurs (laughs) is brought to you by the 28th Street and Crescent (laughs) Bodega. Disclaimer, this podcast is about to spoil several movies from 6 to 20 years
1: old. Lou, read off the list.
0: Today, Robots vs. Dinosaurs will be spoiling for you. The Listener, The Truman Show, Bewitched, I Dream of Jeannie, Dick Van Dyke, Rhoda, Total Recall, Schindler's List, The Avengers, Captain Marvel, Rocky II, Batteries Not Included, Muppet, Treasure Island, RoboCop, The Wizard of Oz, Twin Beaks, St. Elsewhere, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Lost, Bad Moms, and That 70s Show. Hello and welcome to Robots vs Dinosaurs, the podcast where we watch a movie or a TV show every week and then try to determine which one's cooler, robots or dinosaurs. I'm your host, Louis G, and with me as always is my co-host, a new co-host every week. And This week, I am talking to MCU enthusiast Ryan T. Lawler. Hello, Ryan. Why don't you tell the audience what TV show we're going to be talking about this week?
2: Well, people, today we're going to be talking about the new and first MCU television show, or or series, and it's going to be WandaVision.
0: That is correct. The newly premiered WandaVision that has just come out on Disney+. Plus. Uh, this is the first official MCU show. There's been shows on Netflix that sort of are, what's the right word? They're sort of like
2: tangential. They're like kind of like, yeah, they're a little like offshoots of the mcu almost the, almost like the the shows kind of mention more the mcu but the mcu never really acknowledges the tv shows it's exactly. kind of like that but i i actually don't really get into the tv show like the ones on cable tv and stuff but gotcha so not yeah. a not a agents of shield fan no no i i kind of tried and it just didn't do it for me so oh. i don't know I, I i don't know why there's something Out different of- about
0: it just you know but yeah I totally get that. It's 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 a very different tone. Not all of them are very good. Daredevil. I thought Daredevil was excellent. And, I hear that one's good. Yeah, and I like Jessica Jones, but Iron Fist is almost unwatchable. It's so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I heard that was really corny and like just all around not good. It's just boring, which is like the worst thing that a Marvel property can be. Yes. Like exactly. The, these movies, every every single time for like almost twenty years that they've been uh, that they were releasing or not twenty years for like eleven years that they were releasing these films, every single one was an event. Even yep. like Thor two, even the ones that were a little bit underwhelming, it was an event. And yep. even the bad ones like Thor two are they still have they're still exciting. Yes. They still have great stuff in them. Yep. So it's it's a real. Condemnation for any yeah. Marvel property to be um to be that garbage. Yeah, really. Um, you have so much to work with to make things entertaining, it just shouldn't shouldn't be. Yeah, there's so much potential. And and so this the, the shows are in some ways hobbled by they have to fit into the MCU. And you said this earlier, the MCU doesn't have to fit into them. Right. Yep. Wan WandaVision is a little more unique though, because it is yeah. directly building on everything the mcu has established so far yes and well from what we can tell who knows what's actually going on with it the the real key is kevin feige here you know
2: he's when he's involved that's you know that that guy just knows he knows what his audience wants it's that it's, it's key if he's involved he's pretty much
0: i don't know he just knows he knows he knows how to handle it it's great He does. He's in touch, I think, with the with the fans, the fandom and the material itself in the way that Jon Favreau is with with Star Wars right now. (laughs) Exactly. Yep. And
2: I'm not a huge Star Wars fan to even get off on that topic, too. But, you know, I really like The Mandalorian. That was a cool show. And I never was, you know, you know me, I never really was a Star Wars,
0: Star Trek type of guy. But that show was really cool. You get good characters, you get people to care about them, and you can kind of tell a story in any universe, right? Yep, it, yeah. I, yep. I think it comes down to the if, if the audience can connect with the characters in some way, um, mm-hmm. that's the most important part aspect of storytelling, in my opinion. Uh, absolutely, yep. So, yeah, Ryan, you and I have, have been friends for a really long time. We went to high school together. We've definitely watched a lot of movies and TV together. Yes, yep. So I'm, I'm excited to have you to talk about this show with yeah. today. This is awesome. I'm, um, I'm, ner- so the- I'm nervous, but, you know, like, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> cool. um, so the approach that we're going to attempt here, this is, a new, this is a new direction for robots versus dinosaurs. As I said in the intro, we usually talk about a movie every week, uh, but I love WandaVision, and I definitely am taking the excuse that it has a robot in it to cover it on this show. Of course. Because the, the concept of the podcast is we talk about robots and dinosaurs in pop culture. and yeah we sort of talk about like wh- why were the robots or dinosaurs in this thing that we're watching, why were they designed the way that they are? Why do the, the filmmakers make them do the things that they do? Whether that's be an aggressive killer, whether that's be the, the protective element or the friend of the protagonist, or whatever else the robot or dinosaur does, I find them always to be fascinating parallels for whatever it is the filmmaker wants to say. Yeah, and I'd say, well, let me ask you. Let me ask you a question that I like to ask all of my guests. What, in your words, what is a robot?
2: A robot is uh, a robot is an artificially intelligent machine. That I mean, that's you know, it doesn't even you know. Yeah, I'd say that that's about it. That can function. And that it can function and, and perform activity on its own without any outside force helping it. It can do it on its own.
0: Okay. So a Roomba is a robot, correct?
2: It is. Yeah. Because there's a, there's a large range of what a robot can be. And I'd say a Roomba is one as well. Okay. Yeah. Because it, you know, it, it makes a, a decision based on you know, information it gathers and does that, makes that, analyze it, makes that choice on its own.
0: I would even argue a toaster is a robot. It's mm-hmm. a term that people often use in pop culture as a derogatory term for robots. like when they when the robots are the enemy, they're often you'll hear yeah. like a screaming marine with a giant gun being like, "You robots, you toasters um, <laughs> yeah. you know something like. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Uh, but yeah, it does kind of have like, you could put one setting on it, you can walk away from it and it will continue doing its job without your continued input or guidance. So what, how would you say, what, how would you distinguish the difference between a robot, like a basic robot, like a toaster or a Roomba versus vision?
2: Yeah. See, I was just thinking about that. Then now, now are we getting into more of the difference between like, um, a robot and let's say like an, an android or a, or a cyborg or something like Love that. that.
0: Love that. Tell me the difference yeah. between an android and a cyborg. Uh, I honestly don't know. I don't know. Um, I, oh,
2: you know what? An, a cyborg, I would say, has maybe partial human elements to them. So I agree with that. Yeah. And so maybe uh, like a like RoboCop.
0: Yes. <laughs> Perfect example.
2: Right. Okay. You, you know, even though they call him RoboCop, maybe he really should be CyborgCop. But, yeah. you know. <laughs> but then, there, you know, an android is, is a, a a fully a, – a, full, a robot that's more humanoid and intelligent, I'd say. I think it's more specified than a toaster.
0: Yes. Yeah. I think <laughs> – in, at least in pop culture, an android almost always has arms and legs and a head. It almost always yes. looks like a human. It has a yes. bipedal humanoid form and is usually used to act, to infiltrate in some way, to act like a human or to pass as a human. In order right. to trick people. Yes. Yeah. That. That's a. Yeah. Good. Good point there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I definitely agree with what you said about a cyborg. It's cybernetic and or, organic. Yes. So let's talk about Vision's origin, just for a real quick second. Is there? Was there any organic material in the makeup of Vision? I don't think that there I, was. If I, don't I remember think there correctly was. from Age of Ultron, which is when he was created.
2: Yes. I mean, he's a combination of a bunch. It's a combination. Uh, you know of of Jarvis, Tony's AI system, with Ultron help. I guess they say Mark Ruffalo too, a, a Hulk, but I don't know how he's really in it. Just maybe his in, <laughs> his in his input, maybe really, but he he helped design it.
0: His code, yeah. Oh, Every oh, right. any programmer, right. like their code, is sort of their personality.
2: But the the actual design, Ultron actually designed the body but i don't think it's in any way organic so yeah i think it's completely completely not so
0: no no cyborg he's an android (laughs) would you say even though he doesn't have any organic parts that he's a living thing
1: Mm,
2: that's a tough one i i say no because and the biggest thing is because he, he lifted thor's hammer which means that yeah, if something is, it, he can't be, he has to be an inanimate object. But Cap, or,
0: Captain America lifted that, Thor's hammer.
2: That's because he's worthy. But, you know, I don't feel that they would just have Vision lift, his, lift Thor's hammer without any backstory on why Vision would be worthy. They kind of try to build that a little bit with Captain America. I think they're saying Vision's a robot so he can lift it. Just like if you set
0: Thor's... You know, you set the hammer in an elevator, the elevator's <laughs> to be able to lift it, but, you know? <laughs> Good argument, especially because I would argue an elevator is a robot, technically.
2: <laughs> there, yeah, there you go. All right. I don't know. No, I don't. I would say that, no, he's not alive. But it's, it's hard to say at what point is something alive when it can make thoughts and decisions
0: on its own and have, you know,
2: that's a tough question. Tough question.
0: Yeah, the what gives him just—I'll use the word "life" for now. We might come up with a better word, but what gives him yeah, life yeah. is the Mind Stone. Before that, he would have just been a very advanced AI built by the two top minds of at least the MCU, maybe not the world. Yeah, and and he was a a protocol robot. He had protocols. He had you know algorithms that fed yes. into all of his decision making. But once the Mind Stone was infused in him, it seemed like that gave him sentience. And sentience is another big, like, debatable word when it comes to robots. Yeah. It, yeah. But we, we have seen proof, uh, absolute, I would say, undeniable proof in the MCU and definitely in the show that Vision is capable of a lot of human things, a lot of human emotions. He's definitely he capable is. of love and being mm-hmm. loved which are huge yeah. things for you that, know for yeah. him to be a living thing or not. Um, so I I like the fact that we're both not entirely sure whether we can call him a yeah. living thing or exactly how we can define him. Let's talk about, let's go into like what well, I think once we start talking about some of the stuff the show does with him, that might help us get closer to yeah. uh, terms that we can use or like things that we can use to, to concretely define what vision is, what form of life vision is. Yes. Hmm. Um, the show itself, it comes out in every. It comes out every week. The first two episodes were, were released together. Episodes one hundred and one and one hundred and two. They yep. are being released every Friday. And do you know how many episodes they have planned? I am almost certain it's nine. Nine.
2: Okay. Yeah. Is and, it? But, yeah. But I don't know anything. They, they don't release anything about the name or the length or anything. You know, as soon as don't not till the, till it comes out. You know, so you're completely in the dark, really. That's. Good. I like to stay in the dark. I I I don't know about
0: you. I've kind of cut myself off from watching trailers for the past several years because I I just I hate how much they they don't ruin the movie, but they make you anticipate certain moments. Mm -hmm. And when you don't see those moments happen yet, your mind is 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 just waiting for that moment. And you're just sort of it just for me it takes me out of the present moment of the movie if i know that there's an image i haven't seen yet but i know it's coming yeah not to mention some.
2: you know they put a lot of fake scenes in trailers now too which is crazy it's kind
0: of a smart approach i think to do that because that yeah leads care of the problem of like oh i've already you've already seen the best jokes in this movie so why buy a ticket or you've already seen the best parts uh or the best lines of dialogue it's true it's kind of cool I try to stay in the dark as much as possible. I do love researching episodes of the show right after I watch them, though, (laughs) and finding out a lot of stuff. I'm going to say, well, so the reason I'm being trepidatious about this is just by looking up on IMDb some of the actors' names, I'd say a potential spoiler was ruined for me, and I don't want to ruin it for you. (laughs) So the the, the cast list for WandaVision? Yes. Okay. Well, I won't look. Yeah, I was going to say, we can openly discuss it if you've looked at the cast list on IMDb or anything, but if not, I don't want to I honestly have not, so I'd I'd rather keep it a secret. You got it. Yep, I'll keep it to myself. Yeah, Yeah, and I'll I'll say, both for you, Ryan, and for the audience, if you are trying to avoid even potential spoilers, because I'm not sure if this is, I'm actually pretty sure it's going to be a spoiler at some point. So, (laughs) yeah, if you're trying to avoid potential spoilers or definite spoilers, stay off IMDb with this show
1: yeah uh, yeah a
0: lot so of times this,
2: cast lists and stuff can can ruin things yeah yeah i go to yeah, wikipedia a lot more like i feel there's a lot less spoiling on wikipedia
0: yeah um because it's 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 with imdb the problem is they have they kind of legally have to uh right. give the actor a credit and so if they're playing a certain character mm-hmm. they have to put that character's name yeah so yeah <laughs>
1: it's really different yeah
0: But So this show is directed by Matt Shackman, and uh, this first episode, as well as the third episode we're going to get into, is written by Jack Schaefer. The main stars of the show are Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany. There is also uh, a lot of really great actors involved, like Catherine Hahn, who plays uh, the neighbor Agnes. One of my favorite comedic actresses. uh, Tayona Pierce, who plays Geraldine and in the first episode one of another one of my favorite comedic actresses deborah jo rupp who you probably oh. recognize very well kitty kitty from that seventies right she plays uh, Mrs. Absolutely. Hart. and so let's so let's talk about this first episode wandavision 101 the su- the title of this episode is filmed before a live studio audience yes yes which i
2: i hear actually was a real live studio audience and not just laugh tracks.
0: Oh, that is amazing. I didn't know that.
2: Yeah, I, I, I read that in an article. That they had, you know, everyone had to obviously sign disclosure paper, you know, non-disclosure forms and all that type of stuff. But I thought it was cool that they actually used a real audience.
0: That is really cool. Now, yeah, that whether adds they, a lot to whether it.
2: Whether they kept that up I'm am not, not sure, but I I think they did it for the authenticity and the original black and white ones, you know, which yep. really you know helps.
0: It really does. Are you sort of like? Did you used to watch a lot of Nick at Night? Back uh, in, like, I back did. In the day? When I was when I was really young, like
2: mm-hmm. I, I remember watching like uh, like like Green Acres and Bewitched and and that type of stuff, you know. I Dream a Genie, which you know had those kind of vibes.
0: You know. Yeah. I'm trying to keep track of some of the specific references that we see right in the opening sequence of, of this first episode. There is a direct reference to the Dick Van Dyke show. And mm-hmm. that's no surprise because Dick Van Dyke was hired as a creative consultant on the show, which is another that. yeah, that's, awesome that. aspect that gives it a lot of authenticity. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah, I heard that. So they do a play on that intro to the Dick Van Dyke show where Dick Van Dyke walks into his living room, doesn't see the Ottoman in front of him, and stumbles right over it. But yep. of course, because vision <laughs> can phase through objects, he just, he just goes very, through it.
1: simply
0: goes <laughs> right <awesome>. through. It. <laughs> I love it. I think that's and, fantastic. So the first, this is the kind of the first thing we see is this, is this parody of a classic sitcom mm-hmm. opening and they're in this car driving through the, this quaint neighborhood with the just married yep. painted on the car and the cans uh, tied to the, to the muffler and vision yep. very fun, uh, picks up Wanda and walks through the front door. But whoops. Of course she just falls to the it. ground. <laughs> And uh, then they do the Dick Van Dyke thing, and then we get just right into the show itself. Yes, where Wanda is uh, using her powers to sort of keep the house. She's she's I think Mm -hmm. she's in the kitchen when we first see her, and she's just moving a a lot of things telekinetically around the kitchen. And Vision walks in and says, "My wife and her flying saucers."
1: (laughs) Yes,
2: so funny, which is great because it's so fifties too. It's just really funny. The flying saucers making the reference. That's Mm awesome. I I like, just like that little type of stuff.
0: I was going to ask you, what year do you think this is? Um, you know, I, 19,
2: mid, as a mid, mid early, mid early
0: fifties. What do you think? I, I definitely get a big fifties vibe. I'm looking up right now. When did the Dick Van Dyke, Show the Dick Van Dyke show is 1961, but really the, the cars, the fashion, and the fact that it's in black and white, everything about it to me screams yeah. 1950s. It, it felt, yeah, I got it. I felt very 50s watching it, but eh, you know, yeah, well, um, Basically, we definitely, definitely later, a later episode, the third episode is 100% definitely, <laughs> yeah, uh, going further into like the 60s and 70s, like, yes, um. Which we'll definitely yeah. get to that. that so the that, Dick, awesome. Dick Van Dyke show is definitely a big, big reference here. Bewitched, mm-hmm. because yes.
2: Bewitched is a big. I, I feel a big Bewitched vibe, big Bewitched vibe. Especially how so? Know. Talk about that a little bit. Almost doing the little like you know with the how she t- twitched her nose, but she would more kind of snap into a you know similar type, just you
0: know similar paying homage to it. You know, really. Plus, I would say the all of the gags of other people can't discover her power. You know, yes. they have guests over and she's using that's, her powers in the kitchen and that's there's such, all that of this.
2: That's standard sitcom. Like you're trying to hide it while the, the, you know, the spouse is distracting them while you, like, that whole thing. And it was just done. Yeah, it's done really well. It's really cool. It is. And it,
0: a lot of it is, a lot of the, the quality of the show leans on the comedic timing of the two main actors. And they're both yes. very, very yeah. good. And I'm,
2: absolutely, I've never seen them act like this style of acting before. The, and I just, they, they nail it so good. I've also mentioned how they, as maybe we'll talk about later, how the way the, the show can just go from this jolly vibe of a sitcom and then that tone change like this and the acting changes. It's brilliant,
0: really. Y- yes. And it turns yeah. on a dime. Like, it's just, yeah, out it's, of nowhere, the, the music will just so, sort of, gradually get more dark and ominous and the -hmm. the way people are looking at the camera or not looking at the camera or just their acting style, the way that they're delivering lines. It just takes this sudden shift into like the bizarre, the David Lynchian almost. Are you familiar with uh, twin peaks? Are you a fan of twin peaks at all? Not, no. Never seen it. I'm not either. I, I've tried watching Twin Peaks and I can't get into it, but it, it, it <laughs> I feel like it was an influence on this show because yeah. things happen in Twin Peaks and they just yep. sort of happen with no explanation. The, the, they do so, the show does so to disorient you on purpose. So this show is doing that. And honestly, I would say the setup itself, the premise itself because you're all you're an MCU enthusiast, as I am. You've seen all of the movies multiple times. You've probably seen yes. Endgame. Or uh, I should well, Infinity War is a little more prescient to this conversation. You've probably seen yeah. Infinity War multiple times. So Zulman. just yeah. immediately there are some weird things going on, right? Like Vision is mm-hmm. alive for one. That's yes. a huge, big, big yeah. contradiction. Uh, like what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> um, Wanda yeah. and Vision are together in this black and white world. And we we just the the very last thing that we were left off with was Wanda talking to somebody who told at the her la-
2: at the lake at the end of Endgame. Yes. I, I think the was that after I think the, the last time you see her is when that whole shot with everybody at the fe- Tony's funeral. Is that before or after that scene? I forget. But
0: uh, yeah, I noticed, Yeah.
2: I noticed your last time seeing Wanda with Tony's funeral. But yeah, that, they're all right there at that same time
0: frame and but yeah the last time she like really is like active is act, she's yeah, having yes, yeah conversation with I, man i wish i could remember who it was but they say you know I they're we'll see it, them again exactly or i can't us. remember who the husky thought do too but they say some kind of like hopeful thing to her because they also lost somebody um yes. I'm, I'm i'm embarrassed of myself that i can't remember who who this was at this moment maybe it'll come was to it, one of us um, later but was it was it hulk I think so. I think it was because they were talking about Natasha being. Yes, gone. yes. I think that might be what it was. So, are you just from just from when when the show first opens, WandaVision first opens? Are you do you see anything that tells you like, oh, I, I can I can I can fill in the gap in my brain of how they got from there to this reality? No, no. Okay, I,
2: I tried to see that's why i wrote a lot of that down last time i saw her and then right we're right here and and no i i, I can't seem to figure out where what happened in this gap i can't i can't see anything no and yeah. i've watched the episode like three or well, four times five times maybe so i don't know, did you see anything that you, that you that anything that points
0: to you the 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 symbol that keeps popping up are you familiar that, with the organization the, sword the sword symbol? Yeah. yeah. That's, it's, it's on like a,
2: a, a lot of things coming up. Yeah. I'm not too familiar with sword because there hasn't been too much of it yet, mm. but I hear that change. It's there. I heard something about they're
0: changing it a little bit from what it is in the comics. Probably sword sword is a very out there concept, even in the com- comics. Yeah. It's, <laughs> uh, the sentient world <laughs> observation and research department Uh, ah okay it's sort of the the orbit the sword more or less exists in like an orbital space station that orbits the earth and keeps an eye on alien activity uh especially any invasive alien activity that's trying to to come to earth and so they sort of keep an eye on it or thwart it or or deflect it at the end of captain marvel when it's revealed that nick fury was not Nick Fury for the whole movie, and, yeah. <laughs> and he's actually yeah, in this <laughs> yes. orbital space station. They—I don't think they show the symbol. I don't think they call it sword, but that is basically that what is that big. space station is from the comics. Okay. So is um, that
2: going to be more base? Because they're having that show with Nick Fury. I bet that's going to get dig more into that. In, into that, yeah. And who's kinda, that guy? Ben Mendelsohn is that his name? The guy yeah. who plays. Uh, he's a great actor too. I mean, he's he sure is. Too. But yeah. Um,
0: so I my my first theory when I'm watching this and and they're just sort of casually talking to each other like it's a sitcom and they're mm-hmm. dealing with the problems that are directly in front of them and not yep. trying to address the overall the meta of yes. how they got here or why they're here just mm-hmm. yet. So the problem in front of them is this cl- another classic sitcom setup where. They're looking at the calendar. There's a heart drawn on one of the dates on the card. Oh no,
2: what is
0: this? (laughs) (laughs) And neither of them can remember, but neither of them wants to admit to their spouse that they can't remember. So then we have the whole misunderstanding phone call later on. That's really fun. Mm -hmm. And all of that very classic sitcom stuff. It it just (laughs) feels so bizarre and wrong that that. They're continuing to deal with this problem. They're continuing to deal with this dinner party problem. They're like, yes. and you're, and I don't know about you, but I was screaming at my TV for part of the episode. I was like, why are you just buying into this? You're both very intelligent things. You yes. both know that this is not normal. What's going exactly. on? Tell us what's going on.
2: Right. You're just going along with this world. They it feels like they know they know it's it's not right, but they're just playing into it. it that's what make,
0: gives it the, that weird eeriness in the background, which is really cool. Do you think Wanda and Vision notice the the canned laughter that you were talking about? Or it's not it's not canned. It's actually a live studio audience. Do you think they yes. notice it?
2: Um, like yeah, like are they self aware of that? No, um, I don't. Okay, I, I don't I don't think they're aware. I don't think they're aware of it. No. I don't think so either. I think it has maybe something to do with the fact of the larger picture that's watching them, not this, you know what I mean? The larger picture of the the world watching, you know, when it zooms out and there's what is probably the sword agent watching, you know, I think it has more something to do with the real world than the fantasy world they're in. Yes. I think so. So, but I don't, I, I don't, I, I can't really put my finger on what, but at, at this point, but I think it has probably more
0: to do with, with that. Mm. I think so. Vision does call out a couple of weird things throughout the episode. He's, it yes. seems like he's starting to notice things aren't right when we mm-hmm. first see him at work. And he's yeah. asking his coworker, Norm, what do we do here? Do we make or sell anything? Do we buy buy things? Do we? And Norm just tells him we're producing computational forms. And later, his boss, <laughs> Mr. Hart, says they analyze the input and the output, and it's very yep. deliberately vague.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it is exactly, yeah. It's just, it, yeah. I wrote how it was. It's strange, you know. He goes to work. They're, they're all friendly and seem to know each other. Yet at the same time, he doesn't have any idea what's going on like what what they do what what do they do here but yet they act so friendly and oh, oh you know our work buddies i just mm-hmm. find that weird how they play into the the life but yet it's like they don't really know what's going on
0: it's yeah just, you, it's it's weird The first two lines between Wanda and Vision, she he makes the clip about the flying saucers, and then she says, "You know, what would you say to silver dollar pancakes and orange juice and coffee and all of this?" And his response (laughs) is, "I would say uh, I don't eat food," (laughs) and (laughs) that is hilarious. But Wanda knows that, so why was she offering to make him breakfast in the first place? Who was that conversation for? It wasn't for the two of them. It wasn't for her to find out that he doesn't eat food. Otherwise, this would be a, a daily occurrence for them right every single day she would say hey what do you want for breakfast i'm making breakfast and he would have to remind her that he doesn't eat food she knows that right she knows that she knows (laughs) of course
2: exactly and it's playing into the whole the whole thing and that's that's what's cool it's weird
1: yeah Hmm. it's
0: so disorienting and i love that feeling actually i love i love me too not having a clue what's what the answer is but being wildly entertained Mm -hmm. and And laughing at the very mm -hmm well-written jokes and well-written dialogue anyway
2: exactly you get to watch this cool well-written sitcom and and they do it and it's nice slow pace where you get very little clues into the grand scheme so it's you just and i like i do actually like the weekly release too so you have that week and that time to like what we're doing think about it talk about it and you know it's 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 pretty cool and i love i like the slow burn some people like oh you know it's boring
0: it's not boring (laughs) <laughs> it's actually pretty it's, cool <laughs> yeah i think it's i think it's boring if you're looking for just a passive show that is gonna be comfortable and like easy to watch but if yeah. you are looking for the clues and you and you're and like that's the the treasure map aspect of it is the fun part for you i think that is what makes this show the most enjoyable is finding yes. those little pieces Trying to connect them to things you know about the rest of the MCU, and and threading threading all of those thing things together. Yeah, it has um, to me
2: a similar vibe to. I bring up the show Lost. I used to watch that. At the beginning of the show, it had a it very slowly showed you little things like, and it very slowly built. And it's you know it's a different vibe show, but that similar way
0: of how they build the show up very slowly. I've yep, got, and. And, and again, going back to what I was saying about characters and building characters being a very important aspect of it, yep. yeah. Lost did a very similar thing where it made you care about the characters and their interpersonal drama so yeah. that even if the show is not uh, addressing the weird shit going on or, or the bizarre yeah. mystery in, in a particular episode, you're still invested in the drama. So exactly. you want to see how that's progressing and you want to check in on those moments as well. Absolutely. Yep. So we get this really fun scene of Vision at work. And like another, another bizarre thing is just how much... I mean, it's a sitcom world, arguably, but the boss is just very unapologetic and open about the fact that he fired somebody for not throwing a good enough dinner party. And he's <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> telling his subordinate that openly in front of the rest of his, his employees. And it's played for comedy, but it's also like, man, I have to... I have to simultaneously think, like, it's a sitcom, it's unrealistic dialogue, but it is also happening in real time to Vision. Yeah. Like, this is yep. the reality he's dealing with. So yep. how much of that is a joke and how much of it is very right. much not a joke? Exactly. Um, By
2: the way, that guy who comes in, at fr- who, who he got, he didn't like his dinner party. I, I feel like that guy looks like Ross from Friends with a fake mustache on.
0: <laughs> yes is, it, do we see that character again later on i think in the neighborhood watch right
2: yeah yeah he's on it again every
0: yes see, yeah he's I good know,
2: i don't know why It just it looks to me Every time i see it i'm like dude that's david schwimmer with a fake mustache get out of here. <laughs> maybe it
0: is maybe it's like the <laughs> ultimate acting role of his career
1: <laughs>
0: um after this office scene though we get my favorite part of the episode a commercial break because Wow. If I wasn't this, disoriented yes. already, Is like 10 minutes into the episode, one? what's that? Is this the toaster one? Toastmate 2000 made by yeah. Stark Industries. Yes. What, yes. Was, what was, I'm not going to ask, was anything weird about this? What was weird about this commercial too? Because there's so much about it that's weird. And I want to talk well, about some of the things. The
2: things that was weird was the, the, weird, the weird, ominous tone in the background, you know, as the beep starts going. It's yeah. it, it it's there's something off about how long it beeps, and also the fact that you can only see the red light, the the red light blinks, you can only see the red, but and just the reaction on on the woman's face with it just was it was eerie. It, it's it's just it was like just a little off. Like it was perfect. Just, yeah, it was just. You know, like I said, like the beeping of the toaster going on, it just, it was like, it just was, uh, took, it went for a little too long. Like it was just, it was weird. I don't know. Just weird. Yeah.
0: She she was very much doing the spokesmodel thing of, I'm just going to smile while we're waiting for the countdown to finish and smile with a big smile to the camera. But yeah, Mm -hmm. the camera just lingered for like one second longer than it normally would. And you see this hint of like a troubled expression on her face, but then yep. she's fighting through it with a smile. <laughs> yes. And it's, it's really just great. perfect little subtle moment. Yeah. The, the toaster itself, they talk about that, and they show pictures of things that you can make in it, which like include th- a meatloaf, a cherry <laughs> pie, and an open-faced cheese sandwich. Yeah. That was a little strange. Yeah. Because none of those things would go well in a toaster at all. Yeah, they would not always- at all. Destroy so, the toaster.
2: <laughs> it was very weird. Yeah, I lo- I just I
0: like odd stuff like that. It's cool. Here's here's a weird question. While that commercial is happening and the audience is seeing it, what is going on with Wanda and Vision? Like during those that that thirty seconds yeah, or sixty right. seconds that this commercial is playing on the screen, are they just and, non-aware? Yeah. Are they just going about? And it, the yeah, rest and again.
1: Day?
2: Who's watching? Is it that? Is it the a real audience in the real world watching these, or is, is it in like that fake fantasy world too? You know, who's 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 supposed to be seeing that commercial? That's that too, which I, I thought about as well. Yeah,
0: yeah. So after the commercial break, we get right into the 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 game of the show, the game of the episode with the 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 boss and his wife coming over for dinner. And Agnes, the neighbor, has to come over and help Wanda (laughs) because she hasn't hasn't prepared dinner. There's no misunderstanding where she thought they were celebrating their anniversary, so she's in lingerie, and she sneaks up behind the bus. (laughs) Yes. There was a particular moment, though, in the kitchen that I want to ask you about. Yeah. Wanda, at one point, burns the chicken. Yeah. And she just uses her powers to immediately transmutate the burnt chicken into a bucket of eggs. Which begs yes. the question why does she need to cook in the first place if she can do that?
2: Yeah, exactly. She just basically cooked a chicken and then turned it back to eggs. And then, even so, yeah, you can turn the burned chicken back into a thing of eggs. Why couldn't you just turn the eggs back into a nicely
0: cooked chicken? I mean, I also, don't know what... <laughs> it's one chicken, but it turns into multiple eggs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But yeah,
2: you know, she can also just snap and make things appear, but you can't just make another chicken appear. Make a whole right. just, just make a whole meal just on the table. But you know, of course, it it wouldn't be
0: funny that way. Right. It wouldn't be funny. And and there's just this weird thing going on throughout all of the episodes where they are aware that they have their powers. They know how to use their powers. Yeah. But they're but the fact that they're applying those powers. Not to fighting supervillains or stopping terrorists in Sokovia, but to <laughs> yes. dealing with the like the neighborhood talent show or like dealing with the boss and his wife yes. at this dinner party.
1: <laughs> just the little,
0: just the little things. Yeah, it's it's like they they are aware that they have their powers, yes. but they don't really know. They don't really seem to know why they're in this this world. Right. Well, why do they? Um, and why they have to hide? Why you know? Why do they have to hide them? Why
2: do they think they have to hide them? Because last time I knew they lived in the world where everyone knew superheroes, you know, why are they now living here and trying to hide it too?
0: Yes. And also, did they actually time travel? Did they go back in time to this 1950s world? Or is this just some sort of simulation that's recreating that?
2: Which I also thought about the time travel thing too later on, in then third episode where the baby develops oh, so quickly, it, you know. So yeah. which,
0: I guess we'll
2: get to. But is there some ta- something to do with time moving differently or
0: something? I don't know. I thought about something like that too. Just when yeah. I thought I was starting to get like a footing after the first two episodes, they throw in the whole baby thing, and I'm like, <laughs> yes. mind blown. Okay, yeah. yeah, we're we're gonna have a lot to talk about when we get to that third episode. <laughs> With the baby, yeah. the, the another bizarre thing I, I I was paying attention to this on the second time I watched through it when they're sitting down for dinner, Kitty Deborah Joe Rupp asks about where did you meet, where are you from, how long have you been together, and neither yeah. of them can come up with an answer, and they're both this is this is I think the first time in the episode where they they both seem a little bit freaked out. They both like, seem to be like, Oh, the, the curtain is peeling back a little bit. Yeah. That's a good question. Why am I here? What is going on? Exactly. too. they moved here too. past yep. it pretty quickly. What, what did you write down? I wrote down exactly, exactly that same thing. This is when
2: they're like, they're almost first realizing, Oh my goodness, wait a second. We don't know how we got here where, you know, like it's all coming to them too. I feel like at the
0: same mm-hmm. time, Vision pours himself a glass of wine. I notice he does sip the wine, but he doesn't eat anything on his plate. Of course, uh, Wanda's solution when she can't, when all of the dinner things go become a disaster, her solution is just to make breakfast for everybody. Yes, <laughs> which I think I, I'd have to go back and, and double check this again, but I think she makes the breakfast that she had originally offered to Vision at the beginning of the episode. It, it seems like she does. Yeah, that makes. But sense. yeah, Vision very much does not eat anything, and then he he's actually almost about to. And then, uh, his boss, Arthur starts choking. So that saves him from having to deal with that in any way, one way or another.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And this, this is when, you know, it's weird. Their tone almost changes and they, they, they don't, they almost stop the act and now, yeah. you know, it's like, now it's serious, like help him, you know, like, and they've, they've dropped to the fifties acting and, Now it's, it's, that's kind of weird, you know? It's so bizarre, especially the way
0: Kitty, uh, I keep calling her Kitty. Stop it. Uh, Yeah, it's just easy. It's quick to say. (laughs) Um, But the way she's just like laughing, stop it, stop it. And then it gets more strained and more just robotic almost, the way she's just repeating herself over and over. It's like, like
2: she's stuck in a loop. Yes. And then, and then how, you know, of course he saves them and then just like nothing happened back to the tone of the sitcom and boom, we'll talk to you about that promotion,
0: you know, like, like just boom, like what? (laughs) And then they, they do the classic sitcom thing where they sit on the couch with each other. They look to the camera and it's a freeze frame. And then the credits, like the, that little shape appears around them. One thing I thought was really interesting in the end credits is um, you, we've talked about this before with the Muppets, where when there's a movie with the Muppets in it, it's, Kermit the Frog as Long John Silver, right? <laughs> yes. Not the not the puppeteer <laughs> yeah. playing Kermit the Frog. It's Kermit the Frog as though he's a real actor <laughs> is playing the character Long John Silver yep. in *Muppet Treasure Island*. In this Absolutely. show, at the end credits, it's starring Wanda uh, yep. Wanda Maximoff. It says her full name. W- starring Wanda Maximoff. Yep. Starring Vision. Vision. Yep. Yeah. And then that
2: uh, that pretty much the the screen kind of expands back into widescreen and it goes out and shows you know, the guy in a suit watching mm-hmm. and you know, what does it was to say, please stand by or something. And uh,
0: yes. And they write something down in a notebook that has yes. a sword symbol on it. Yep. And then I also made a note of, I noticed that
2: vision, I don't know if it meant anything, but visions One, you know, to hit, he hit the button on the remote to then prompt the credits to start. So
1: I don't mm. know if that meant
2: something or if that was just, just a fun little thing. I don't know. Sometimes things mean something. Sometimes they don't, but I just noted that. That Vision was the one who hit the button and then
0: the, it zoomed out and started the credits. So I True, but that. there was a few seconds in between. Like he there presses was, the button yeah. and they still talk for a second. And Slight then, away. yeah. And I, I don't think there's any mistakes on this show. I, I'm, I'm yeah. willing to give the show and the writers, suspe- I'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt that every single thing we're seeing is deliberate. Mm-hmm. That's the way they do things.
2: They really are like that in the MCU. Everything is very much on purpose, and there's no little mistakes. Like, it's done. They meant, they meant for you to see it, you know? Yeah. It's
0: cool. That's, it's awesome. So that is everything that happens in the first episode. Um, If you have any more notes, I definitely want to dig into them. I would like us to, at this point, before we go into the second episode, uh, if you have any more notes, let's go into those. But also, do you have any theories so far just from the first episode of what what this world is? What is happening?
2: My first theory after watching this, before I saw any of the other ones, I'd like to kind of, I'll go with that right now. I started to, I, I was getting almost a Truman Show feel from it. Like Ooh. like someone actually has Wanda somehow in this and, and using her powers to create this, but against her will almost. So she's almost being viewed, living in this fantasy world by an outside source like the Truman Show type
0: thing. Like they set up a whole scenario and elements around her.
1: Yeah, maybe to... not
0: for the same reasons, like for a TV show, but...
2: That same style of being viewed for a reason. I don't know, but that's the vibe I, I got from the first, after I saw the first episode.
0: Interesting. My, after the first episode, my strongest theory of what's going on and, it, and, it, and there's a lot of evidence against this. So I don't, I don't think I'm right about it. I think that I'm getting close to something with this theory. Vision is a robot. Yep. Vision is before we saw him get killed by Thanos by who crushed his head twice, crushed his forehead and took the <laughs> yes. mind stone out of him. Poor, poor we guy. see Shuri trying to extricate you, you, the mind stone from him. You, Shuri. Yeah. Shuri uh, oh, oh got, gotcha. Um, yep. Black Panther's little sister. Yep. And she, we actually, it's inconclusive in infinity war, whether or not she succeeds in what she was trying to do. Yeah. I think that she was mapping his code. And I think she made a copy of vision. And I think we're seeing either a replicant or a simulation in the brain that is being rebuilt in order to bring vision back. That's awesome. I like that. That's really now, cool. the fact Whether that, that's that,
2: true or not, that's a
0: badass theory. The fact that Wanda is in this and it seems to be Wanda with her powers and she seems to be aware, at least to some yeah. degree, kind of contradicts that because... Yes, Wanda would be in his simu- like would be a part of his simulation because she's a strong memory to him. But it just doesn't—it doesn't seem like this is a simulation, Wanda. It seems like it's really Wanda who's also yeah. dealing with the situation she is trapped in. Yeah. So I don't know.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: no, I, I like that. We'll circle That's back cool. to these theories at the end of each episode, and we'll see if they evolve in any way or change in yeah. any way. Absolutely. Cool. Do you have any cool. more notes for the first episode?
2: I also just wanted to mention Agnes too. Yes, please. Uh, I get a slight vibe from her. Maybe there's something more to her than just not a good thing.
1: Mm-hmm. I
2: feel, I feel there might, I, I feel, feel there might be something bad, evil, some, some villainous in her. I, I don't know. There's, I don't know why, but I get a vibe from her. She what happens really, in
0: the first episode that makes you feel that way? She's very.
2: Just she's just very nosy. She's just very nosy to Wanda about having not having a ring, and and although I know a lot of women at that time probably you know would think those things, but I don't know. I just got a tone. I just got that vibe from her from the. I don't know, she's she's a really good actress. So it's hard for me to describe, but just the way she, she the way she projected it, just I feel like there might be more to her than than just the f- the friendly
0: neighbor. For sure, it's it's <laughs> definitely she's playing it perfect, pitch perfect, because it's that yeah that <laughs> these are the nosy questions of the nose this nosy neighbor character, Rhoda from Mary Tyler right. Moore kind of character, w- without a lot of self awareness, mm-hmm. but and and also the whole like all these sides about my husband Ralph. And so she's this very, very strong archetype, but yeah, she also, it does seem like she is trying to push Wanda's buttons. Yes. Yeah, exactly. She's playing up that uh, character to,
2: I think, to find, to get, to get more information or to be, you know, she's using that character
0: for other, for, for not good purposes. Yeah. I think she's she's trying to get a reaction out of Wanda. Yeah.
2: Yes, but we'll see more to come. Yeah, so. that is
0: something we'll definitely circle back to in the third episode because something big happens with Agnes in the third episode. Yeah. So before we get there, the second episode is really fun. And <laughs> let's yeah, talk about WandaVision 102, Don't Touch That Dial. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, episode is directed by Matt Shackman, same director. Uh, the writer on this episode is Gretchen Enders. And new stars in this episode. One is Emma Caulfield Ford, who plays Dottie. Uh, are you familiar with that actress at all? Dottie, the one I am, Dottie? I'm not. No,
2: actually, I didn't even recognize her at all. Maybe just because the way her makeup was done up. But I don't know. I, I don't know who she is.
0: She plays Anya on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And oh, okay. she is the best character on Buffy for sure. <laughs> I love Emma Caulfield Ford. She is perfect as Dottie. This episode also, I think, introduces Geraldine. Tayona Pierce plays Geraldine. Yep. And the episode opens with another weird old classic sitcom thing. Although this, I'm, I'm not married. This might actually happen in real life with married couples. But the the couple are in separate beds. There, so yeah. They're so the same bedroom, but they each have their own bed. And <laughs> yes. Wanda wakes up because she hears a noise outside, and she uses her powers to turn on the lights. Yep. And uh, there's this back and forth about how you, there's some scary ne'er do wells or new people that have come into the neighborhood. Yes. And they're not sure about them, and then we go right into this very much uh, bewitched or "I dream of genie," animated intro sequence, which yes. I love.
2: That was very cool, definitely. Um, you know, like the use of animation several times is funny in the show yeah oh my gosh
0: yeah because this is the same episode where they do the animated cutaways of vision's insides brilliant (laughs) stuff
2: it really is so it starts
0: out with vision and wanda are in their living room practicing their magic act for the talent show (laughs) yeah (laughs) vision uh is going by the magician name illusion and his assistant glamour i i noticed immediately when wanda walked in i wrote this down pants um <laughs> yeah, pants, women wearing pants. Yep. Yeah. And it gets and they, it gets called out later on the so in the episode. So it, it yeah. was not <laughs> yeah. like I don't think that was a weird weird thing for me to have a strong reaction to that. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. pants. I don't know if you know this, but Mary Tyler Moore was on the Dick Van Dyke show. And yeah. there was she I think was the first woman to ever wear pants on television or wow, in a TV great. show. That's and there was crazy. a lot of like there, that was like a like a debate people had, like a you know yeah. social debate people were having at the time. Um, bewitched, actually, or not not bewitched, but I Dream of Jeannie, there is some censorship issues with that because of her showing the actress showing her belly button. They had wow. to like redesign all of her costumes to make her pants a little higher. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so just the fact yeah. that she comes out wearing pants is it's a, it's a statement at the very least it, absolutely yep and then the ver- the most bizarre thing that has happened in the show so far happens right after this where she finds this red and yellow helicopter in her can i uh,
2: can i can i just make one quick comment about yep. uh do you think maybe the fact that vision's suggestion name being illusion is the fact that maybe he himself is an illusion yes i think okay. so cool just yeah. wanted to get it. It, it just, you know, seemed kind of obvious, but I wanted to point it out. <laughs> no, I love that. That's perfect. But yeah, all right, cool. So then, yeah, right,
0: yes. Then the, one of the coolest
2: parts where she finds the helicopter. I mean, you can. Mm-hmm.
0: And they do that Schindler's List thing where it's like the only color. Yes. On the the rest of the back and black and white backdrop. That always,
2: that always is really. It's that's a. I love it when they do that. It's just really cool. And of course, um, the
0: helicopter has the swords symbol on it and it comes up again later so we'll we'll, we'll revisit the helicopter but yeah. do you think it was sent there by somebody do you think it is an accident that it's there i think it was some kind of an accident
2: yes uh i also wonder she you know how when she grabs it and then she turns around and she looks like up at, at the window yep. or up at the sky i'm not quite sure which, what she's looking at but i wonder if that means something why she's looking up there what do you make of that because i have i have i had a thought when i saw that too I thought maybe like this is some kind of uh, this fell from the sky maybe, and she was looking.
1: Mm,
0: okay. What's your what's your theory? That makes a lot of sense. I was thinking she's looking up at the window because she knows last night she heard something right outside of the window, so she might be worried. Like, oh, somebody's using this thing to spy on me through my window. Okay, no, that's that's another good good theory, yeah. It's like, you know, it's a little toy helicopter, but I I could see it being used as a a drone surveillance device, you know, in this world.
2: Definitely something more to it than just a toy helicopter, I I would say.
0: Yeah. So a couple of weird things happened throughout this episode. (laughs) Agnes comes up when um, right after right after Wanda finds the helicopter, Agnes comes yeah. up to her and she, and she says, "Look, it's the star of, star the, show. of
2: the show." Yes. <laughs> yep. Exactly.
0: She Hell tells yeah. her about the talent show meeting and Dottie and how she has to get in good with Dottie. And yes. I think this might be the first instance. It's if not, it's at the meeting. But somebody says the phrase for the children and then everybody like they're just drones or cultists or something repeats back for the children. Yeah. Yeah. And that happens two or three times throughout the episode. And then of course the end, the episode ends with a spontaneous pregnancy.
2: (laughs) Yes. Yes.
0: So do you have any, what do you make of the for the children for the children thing? Man, I don't, I don't know. I don't know.
2: <laughs> I just don't know enough to make a, to make a judgment yet. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think it's interesting that when Wanda sees that she's pregnant or she, I mean, she literally just stands up off the couch. She wasn't pregnant when she yeah. sat down and then she stands up and, then and she's, she's pregnant. And she's... Yeah,
2: and but how, is that, both... how is that connecting, you know, to that, to that scene?
0: and they they both just react very casually to it they're yeah. just in in awe and they're and they're just happy because of the prospect of having a kid together n- neither yeah. of them says anything like you weren't pregnant 5 minutes ago
1: yeah exactly <laughs> that self
0: awareness comes in in the next right. episode but it's just their immediate reaction to it is
2: so bizarre yeah. it is so it is so weird how they just, all this stuff
0: happens and it's just normal. Yeah. Another, so during, during the neighborhood watch meeting that Dottie is leading or not the neighborhood watch, the um, talent show meeting that Dottie is leading. Yes. Yep. There is a very bizarre moment at uh, the end of it where Wanda's helping clean up and. Oh she, yeah. Yeah. She says, Dottie says to her, I've heard things about you and your husband and then yeah. everything gets real serious The music changes. The radio starts getting staticky. And Wanda says, very serious. Her whole tone shifts. She's no longer in this sitcom actor tone. And she says to Dottie in a very serious tone of voice, we don't mean anyone any harm. Yeah. Dottie says, I don't believe you. Yeah. What do you make of that whole
2: dialogue exchange? That was really weird right there. That's why I feel that's where also almost the Truman show aspect of this comes in where these people are, they're aware of this fake world, but they Wanda and, and vision aren't why she'd be breaking and saying that to her. I don't know. But again, it's for me, it falls under that like Truman show type thing.
0: They're, they're Gotti, almost to they, me seemed, seemed afraid when she's, when she said, I don't believe you. And that's the true. whole time she was talking about, it, she seemed afraid of Wanda.
1: Yeah. Hmm. What,
0: maybe, so, what reason do you think like she
2: would maybe, have oh, Yeah, maybe. The, the, I'm, I'm just realizing too. Maybe these people are somehow trapped. That she, you know, Wanda has these people somehow
0: trapped in this reality that she's creating.
1: Mm. Hmm. Maybe something,
0: yes. something like that. Yes, because we know that Wanda can create illusions, right? When yes. when when she's yeah. introduced in Age of Ultron, she does mm-hmm. that to Tony Stark. She shows yeah. him. This dystopian future where all of his friends have died and he blames himself mm-hmm. for it. We kind of see that future, a version of it come to pass in the later movies. But the she gives him that vision to disorient him and to to basically manipulate and control him. So yeah, she's definitely capable of creating a whole yes, entire fictional whole,
2: world. It's and that's that's probably something that's happening.
0: The, the scary part sort of ends with the radio saying, over the static of the radio, we hear a voice saying, what, yeah. Wanda, can you read me over? Who is doing this to who you? Who is Wanda? doing this to you? Yes. And then it explodes and Dottie breaks the glass in her hand. So, yeah, let's go into. And,
2: who... and again, the, the red, too, showing, you know, the red's coming through in her blood.
0: <gasps> oh, man, I didn't even notice yeah. that.
2: Good catch. Good yeah. catch. So, yeah, you got, uh, and of course, everything else is black and white. But why is just her blood red? That's
0: so. Who whose voice was on the radio? Who is asking? Who's trying to reach Wanda?
2: I don't know who it is, but I've I you know I've read some things and I've I've heard that it's um yeah I've heard rumors and some threads and stuff that it's that what's his name the uh he he, uh what the heck is his name? He's in Ant Man. He's the FBI agent. Um, he plays Asian Jim in the Office.
1: Yes.
2: Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See yeah, only that the seal,
2: the seal I can't remember his name. I've heard that it was his, that it was his voice. I don't know for sure that's but that's another thing I was reading about and uh, it could be. It's possible. Randall yeah,
0: Park there. is the actor. <laughs> there we go. And his character in the MCU is Jimmy Woo. Yeah. Jimmy Woo. Okay. Yep. Dang it. I uh, man. Shouldn't have looked on IMDb. Okay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Did it say he's in WandaVision?
0: (laughs) I'm not going to say either way. Um,
2: (laughs) All right. Well, all right.
0: Okay. So there is a strong possibility that this voice is Jimmy Woo. Especially because we, we know that Jimmy Woo as a character is genuinely concerned for the supers, or yes. I don't know if they do, do you have like a word? The Avengers, I guess is their name, but, <laughs> but yeah, they're not like mutants. They're not whatever. So we, I I'll call them the supers. He, he genuinely likes Paul Rudd's care. He genuinely likes Ant-Man. Yes. He does. Uh, and wants him not to, he doesn't want to have to arrest him or, or, you know, bring the hammer down on him or anything. He's yeah, very, very really pleasant and nice to him. He, he is. Um, yeah. So I could imagine like if Wanda is in some sort of, I don't know, uh, space house arrest or some sort of weird yeah. thing that she's trapped in i could see jimmy woo being concerned about her trying to reach out to her trying to yes. help her out of the situation
2: so there's two factions in play here yeah, there's the bat yeah there's yeah. things there's the bat the evil whoever the bad guy is gonna be the seeping through and some of the people Hydra. were trying to save her coming through kind of hard to, to tell what's what at this point but
0: i i it's pretty cool we it. know for we know for a fact that hydra is involved oh That's yeah not even a question because the next commercial they, that they we got see, the watch right the, yeah the von strucker the strucker yeah uh, baron von strucker baron wolfgang von strucker is the character that created wanda essentially and her
2: brother and gave him powers right
0: yeah. Exactly. Yep. Using the Mindstone and the, well, using this, what at the, at the time was just Loki's Scepter, but it turned out to be mm-hmm. Mindstone. Yep. So the fact that we see this commercial for a Strucker watch, the catchphrase, the tagline is Strucker, he'll make time for you. Hmm. And the watch itself has the Hydra symbol. It has the word Hydra on it as well as the Hydra symbol. <laughs> and yeah. I wonder what so, that means, huh? The, he'll make time for you. Tells me that the the time stone might be in play. This there still yes. to be a time travel element to this whole thing. I,
2: I, I think that that's that's a that's a really good good point. Yeah, that having the time stone involved in some kind of time travel. Yeah.
0: So when I heard that voice when I watched this episode the second time and I heard that voice on the radio. I, this is a very optimistic hope of mine <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's the case, but I was like, that could be cap. I wonder if it's cap. Yeah. Oh man, that would be cool. Because yeah. cap cap is one of Wanda's best friends. Like they're yeah. very, yeah. Mm-hmm. they were on the same team in civil war. Of course, he always has her back. They're very close. So I could see if cap, if cap had any knowledge that Wanda was in trouble, he would do everything in his power to to help her. So oh, yeah. I'm clinging to the theory that this could be cap on the radio. <laughs> that, no, that's no, that's, not. that's a good
2: theory too, because Randall Park, Jimmy Woo, he could still be in it, but not be the voice. So that, but that's still a good theory. That would be, that would be pretty bad. That would be pretty badass.
0: <laughs> so Vision ends up at the neighborhood watch meeting. Somebody offers yeah. him a stick of big red gum, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is, it's it's funny that they offer him the big red right after he makes the joke about uh, Norm here is a communist. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. Um, and those, like, of course, red gum. Yeah. That, that is dur- during
0: this time, there was the whole communist, the Red Scare, and oh, yeah. people were outing their neighbors for communism and getting them investigated. by it's like the witch hunt. The authorities, yeah. and it was a witch hunt. That's right. Yeah. And that's a very good word for it because yeah. Wanda, they they never ever call her this in the MCU. But do you know yeah. what her name is in the comics? Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, thankfully, they also never like have her in the ridiculous costume yeah. that she's in in the comics. But I, I one minor spoiler, just because I've seen a trailer for the sh- the series, there mm-hmm. seems to be an, like a Halloween episode coming up at some point. Oh, yeah, I've seen, yeah. I've <laughs> seen that too. <laughs> Where they're in and like low budget versions of the costumes. She's wearing like a
2: more realistic,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it looks really fun. I'm excited for that episode. It's fun. Um, that it's it's good that they toned down
2: some of the costumes because you know, obviously, sometimes they're. The things that play out in a
0: comic book—it doesn't quite work in real life, you know. Yeah, they—they they do cool. They make cool costume designs, but they're funct- mm. They seem functional when you look at them, yeah. and they—they yeah. they don't. They're not just for show or just for flash yeah. and, and panache, which I really appreciate. It's really strong design. Um, after this commercial break, we're we're right into the talent show hijinks. And we get another instance of this for the children, uh, for the children. Vision is doing some really, really funny physical comedy where the, the gum, the piece of like gum that thrust. he chewed. <laughs> yeah, even though he's the most advanced robot in the entire universe, one yes. stick of gum makes him basically Oh, drain.
2: man. He swallows Big Red and it's all over.
0: <laughs> uh, and he keeps yelling, flourish every time he does a trick and so we see him use a couple of his powers for tricks he, he levitates himself phases a hat through him uh he says yes. i have to pull this hat out of myself he lifts up the or wanda lifts up the piano with ease and he does a card trick that actually i don't think he uses any of his powers for the card trick <laughs> just goes through all of well he goes through them really fast <laughs> it's
2: your card It's your card, it's your card. And that's the last uh, one. And he's like, "Well, then keep it then." Or whatever. It was really funny. Like
0: it that, <laughs> yeah. Paul Bettany just bringing bringing the yeah. the comedy. It's so he good.
2: Was, he was he's nailed. They're nailing it, man. Really, the, the sitcom acting. Yeah. It's really awesome. But then again, I find too at this point is again they're you know where I brought up before they, they have to they're they're hiding their powers. You know mm-hmm. they have to just keep trying to hide it. So I'm not, I, I just wondering why they have to hide why this world why they have why they have to hide their powers from this world
0: yeah like what makes that's them what think, think that, that they have to. Yeah.
2: yeah exactly that's what i keep coming back to when i see this stuff why well, like because they all just openly use their powers in in the mcu so what is this world where you know again just keeps bringing me back to that it's it's cool yeah.
0: It's 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 like it's almost like they, these two characters got trapped in an escape room that's designed yeah. just for them. And mm-hmm. that is all they know is we have these problems in front of us. We have these, every, we just have to get through this day and then we'll worry about tomorrow. And whatever problems tomorrow presents, we'll get through that day and then we'll worry yeah. about tomorrow. And so even when it's as ridiculous or low stakes as the neighborhood talent show, these two superheroes are taking it completely seriously and putting all of their energy and effort into succeeding at that thing. As Mm -hmm. if they were in an escape room and that was just the one thing. All we have are the tools in front of us and the problems in front of us. Let's not try to overthink this or think outside of the situation. Then though, something outside of the situation seems to infiltrate because after the talent show, they go home and it's night and they go outside and they see this beekeeper Crawling out of a manhole in the
2: street. This is one of the weirdest things that I, I have.
0: I, this is a weird one. It's like, it does sort of. What the a, heck is a beekeeper do? You know. Not only that, but <laughs> Wanda's reaction. It, it does this yeah. close up on her. She looks really scared, and she just makes right. seems to make eye contact with it, and just says no. And then, and then time rewinds. goes backwards. Yeah. As soon as she says no, very assertively, time goes backwards to them sitting on the couch. And then she's pregnant.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, do you think that this was some, like some, uh, maybe somebody who's outside the world who accident made a mistake and, you know, came into the fake world. Ooh, shit. They saw me and it wasn't meant to happen. Uh, or was it something Wanda created? And she didn't – oh, shit, didn't – I don't know. Sorry. I don't mean to swear. Uh, no, you can. It's cool. It's cool. Oh, okay. And, you know, oh, shit, shit. You know, Vision wasn't supposed to see that. You know, is that what it was or um, – Yeah, what, I'm at a loss what, if you, you have any you know, theories. Yeah, yeah that's – I mean, and, uh, of course, you had, they had the symbol on the back. But mm-hmm. the bees, what's – the bees are what – that's – really, that's so <laughs> – I I just – question mark is i I couldn't think what what are the bees um yeah yeah, so i wrote that wanda says no rewinds back to before the the bang and then i said why the rewinds wanda Wanda must be aware she's got to be some uh she's got to be somehow aware because she she's i feel like she's the one who's rewinding this it's not anybody Mm -hmm. else
0: it's like she's aware sometimes and sometimes she's not it's kind of strange um, yeah, it's it's almost the the way she said no, the way she looked at this, it, it was mm-hmm. almost like she was waking up in a dream that she's had before. Like she was realizing, oh my gosh, this is this is a situation, this is a conclusion that I've come to, or a loop that I've closed before, and this yeah. is not the right ending. I need to go back and fix something so it doesn't mm-hmm. get to this point again. Yep. But who knows? It's so it's so weird and disorienting and the bees are just yeah the bees <laughs> blow me off completely more than anything else it's just the bees like he comes out of a sewer surrounded by bees
1: <laughs>
2: yeah that 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 blew my mind like when i saw it i was like what the heck
0: <laughs> but i like what? not knowing i like yeah that's... i like not even being able to guess it's exactly. it's really fun that way that's what's cool about it exactly so just... wanda envision kiss and Everything becomes gradually saturated in a really, really cool Wizard of Oz effect, where the it camera sort really of just sweeps around the room, and everything's gradually getting getting filled in.
2: Yeah, that ending was really cool, and that effect of the sweeping color
0: change—it was awesome. As you know, first vision is you know turns red, and then it was awesome. Let me ask you something: if if they had not done that, and you knew that the rest of the show was going to be in black and white, would that affect whether you want to continue watching it? No, I would com- I would keep watching it. I mean, you, I,
2: I, I like that it is going to color, mm-hmm.
0: but the show was really good. So, I mean, I would have kept watching it. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying though? Like, do you, I, I know people that just the fact that it's black and white, that's a barrier. They're not, they're just not going to watch it. Like if a I, movie is black and white or if there's subtitles, I know people that are like, nope, th- that's one of my rules. I won't watch it. <laughs> um, I am kind of like that. I do. I really don't. Look, it's harder for me to get into something that's really
2: old. Mm. but you know, but I'm not a huge fan of black and white, but because, because it's the MCU and I know how they do things, I would get,
0: I'd watch it because I know that they do things. Well, me too. At the same time, <laughs> like you, I'm grateful that it is getting in, going think into color because right. that gives them more tools to work with. I exactly. I think it's perfect that they did the first two black and
2: white and they did them amazing. And now that it, how they show it switch into a color, it, it was perfect. They, they did enough black and white to show it, they can do it cool, but didn't keep it going and make it too boring. Yep. You know, I mean, once we, we get into this and I'm sure there's going to be more battling special effecty type stuff and you really want color for that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, that's that's what I feel about that. But the black oh, really. and white was great just to, for, to, for the art of the what they're doing with the show for the art
0: and and also to add to the mystery of it like why was it black and white what 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 i want to know is were they seeing each other in black were they seeing their world in black and white and yeah because they do they seem to be affected by this change of everything into color they seem to notice it happening i just noticed that
2: too yeah Because she said vision, like as when he turned red, like she was seeing him in black, yeah, in black and white. Yeah. Did you know that? uh, Did you know that they actually uh, had to paint Vision blue for the scenes in black and white because the red didn't show up properly? So he's actually blue.
0: Yeah. I did not know that's a good. That's a good bit of trivia. Thanks
1: for that. That's awesome. Yeah,
0: a little behind the scenes. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. That is that's everything I have for episode two. Do you have any more notes or?
2: That was. That was about it for two as well. I was just going through here.
0: Yeah, I well, do want to mention Geraldine again, though, because we so Geraldine meets Wanda at the neighborhood Geraldine. town show meeting, and they sort of hit it off. And then no one knows who she is. No one knows who she is. Vision though uses her in the. Well, no, I guess it's Wanda that that is able to teleport her. So Wanda uh, teleports her into the cabinet for yes. their final trick. Yes. And yes. she sort of asks them about it, was, it afterwards. I she did sort know. of hints that it was something weird. One moment I was backstage, the next moment I'm inside of this cabinet. Yeah. What did you do? What, how did you do that to me? We find out in the next episode, Geraldine knows more than she's letting on that she yes. knows. I think it's yeah. interesting that she called them out on using their powers in this episode, but still played it innocent. She played yeah. it like she was ignorant.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that Geraldine is somebody else, but we'll get
0: to that as we get going, you know. (laughs) When we talk about her in the third episode, she is almost definitely a sword agent. She has the sword symbol on her necklace, so she's almost definitely one of Nick Fury's agents. And that's when, like, I don't know
2: what happened, like, we'll get to it, but Wanda, like, launches her out of the fucking world or whatever.
0: Oh, okay. So so why don't we dive into yeah. episode three then? Um All right. give any other any final thoughts on on two. The this one didn't end with a zoom out and a sword agent writing in a notebook or anything. It just ended with the credits themselves rolling. Uh episode three, you're saying, or two episode episode two ended that We're way. We didn't get two? the same okay. ending as the first episode. It was just no the credits just rolling. And they music. did that
2: quick little Wanda, that that that, that voice again. The yep. The, yeah, that was
0: but no zoom out, yeah. WandaVision, episode 103, now in color. Uh, This episode is directed by Matt Stackman again and written by Jack Schaefer, same writer from the first episode. One new actor in this episode is Rose Bianco, who plays Mrs. Nielsen. She's sort of a character actor that you see in a lot of movies. She pops up, she's the doctor's wife when the doctor's getting ready to go to Bermuda. I think she has literally one line in the episode, but I just wanted to mention her. Um, But also David Payton, plays Herb, who we who we did see in the in the second episode as well, but he's a little more featured in this episode. Herb is uh, as their neighbor. Oh yep, Herb, yeah, yeah. His hedges almost every time we see him, and then some little, more but Goes a stuff little later. goes a little far this time, but. <laughs> yep. Yes. So this episode opens up, and where it's in color, it's definitely the nineteen sixties or seventies. The house that they're living in is very much Brady Bunch, or I wrote down yeah. another. Another reference. Uh, that, that's
2: the, definitely the vibe I got. That Brady bunchy.
0: Yeah, or the I, I dream of genie. The house that they live in, and I dream of genie. Yeah. In the opening scene, the doctor is examining Wanda's very pregnant belly, and there's a lot of talk about the time, the amount of time that has passed. And I, and I, this was refreshing mm-hmm. to me that finally Vision. And Wanda think this is weird. And they're talking about how weird this is. I I, I needed that. I needed that. After three episodes of bizarreness, I needed a little bit of the protagonists themselves trying to solve the mystery that I'm trying to solve.
2: Do, Do you think that maybe the change in the fact that it went into color is almost opening? You're seeing more and so are they. It's almost as if things are becoming more clear. Oh, like another layer of of just illusion, bit, or, or something's right, been just, peeled away. You know, now we now it's in color, and now things are getting weirder. And they're starting to see it more as we we see more in color. They're seeing more to how weird this is. Now they're like, wait, what? Why you've been pregnant for like you know what five minutes? Yeah, yep.
0: and we'll, so we definitely because because another thing we see a lot in this episode is Wanda's reality bending powers sort of get, get running away from her and and yes. causing a lot of yes. things to happen out of her control her pain and emotions she can't get it's like making things happen that she she can't control yeah it manifests like rain inside of her house a stork just appears
2: yeah that was a that was a weird scene too with the stork and she kept trying to like make it go away but the the red that's a lot with red in this
0: um oh let's talk about that what what else
2: was red uh well just it seems just everything Whenever there's a bright color that they want to stand out it's always a bright red. Like the helicopter, wow. the blood, the 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 red dot on the radi- on the toaster, uh, the the red dust on the on the stork. It's always dark, it's always a bright red every time you want it. They, every time they want the color to stand out it's a bright red.
0: You're right. And so first, first thing that changes color is vision's bright red for head, you know. Do you have any theories about that because ju- that just made me think of something. Um, at first,
2: I thought maybe it was because that's what Vision's color is, and maybe it's something she holds on to because she's in love with him and he's gone. But if you have something deeper than that,
0: I'd love to hear it. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's deeper, but the reality stone is red. The ether is red. Oh, yeah. And Good. we see the reality stone creating illusions or oh, yeah. cha- changing the physical properties of things. Mm-hmm. No, that's, that's, all. yeah, no, that's cool too. That's why it's good to talk about these things. (laughs) Yeah, so, man, and, and again, Wanda's powers don't come from the reality stone, but she does have reality bending powers herself. She does, Um, yes. She's more connected Mm -hmm. to the mind stone itself, but I don't know, I don't know. I (laughs) I thought I was going somewhere with that. (laughs) (laughs) It's, It's all right. But it, there's, is, uh, some, but that's the thing. I think we know as much as we're we're allowed to know at this point. And I do think the red is a deliberate choice. I think that the fact yeah. that it's tied to all of these illusions is. Or yes. Who knows if they're actually illusions? They might be real, but. Mm-hmm. But either really way, they think, are yeah. interrupting this reality.
2: Something about red, I feel, is definitely a bit. It's it's going to be something. Yeah. So then I note here they what what it says. She's been pregnant for twelve
0: hours, but she's four months pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um. And they predict that in three days, given the progress so far, that's when she'll have the baby. But then she has it just a few hours later.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So Doctor Nelson is going
0: on vacation with his wife to Bermuda. Hmm. We see Herb sawing through the fence. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes.
2: But uh, what did I write here? Keep. Oh, and he asked to keep the pregnancy a secret. I was kind of wondering why he, he didn't want anyone to know.
0: Yeah, it's weird, right? What's the plan? Are you going to keep like the baby secret from all of your neighbors yeah. for the rest of its life? Right. Like <laughs> Right.
2: So why is the secret? That was that I thought was
0: strange. They call they start to call that out too because they have so there's a power surge and Wanda is, seems to feel bad and she seems to, she talks about it like it's her, she asks like, you know, do you think the people will, our neighbors will know that it was my fault, that this was my fault, that this happened because of me, or I think she uses the the phrase, it's my fault. And she says, the people of Westview are always on the verge of discovering my secret. Yes. Yeah. I think I forgot to mention Westview is the name of the neighborhood that they live in. Yeah, yeah, Um, Yeah. yeah. Any thoughts about that name, Westview?
2: No, okay. I don't. Nothing. Nothing stands out right now. Um, I, I just feel it has that, you know, suburbia like Hill Valley and Back to the Future. It's just kind of that. Totally. It's just that vibe It gives you that homey, uh, neighborhood friendly neighborhood vibe. But, it's a but, perfect again. Again, use a lot. Everything in the MCU means something. So, <laughs>
0: it's a perfect quaint little neighborhood town name. It's also if these two characters are trapped. Or maybe not trapped, but if they're being kept or held inside of a S.W.O.R.D. facility that's like mm-hmm. an orbiting space station that is designed for obser- sentient world observation and research and development, mm-hmm. Westview could be like a section of that facility, like the mm-hmm. it's the Western-facing observation yep. deck or like something that's observing the Western hemisphere. I don't know. I'm yeah, just throwing yeah. spaghetti at the wall. <laughs> no,
2: that, that, Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yep. So yeah there there's she's worried about the neighbors discovering her secret just like the characters in Bewitched or I Dream of Genie but in this case it's instead of a witch or a mystical, mystical creature she is a superhero with crazy mindstone powers and Vision is a robot with crazy mindstone powers. So. They <laughs> talk about what their baby will be and this is fascinating to me because they're not sure if it's going to be a little human baby or Wanda used the word synthesoid. She's worried that it yes. might be. They're not worried, but she asks, I didn't write that down, sort of but I synthezoid. do remember that. Yeah, synthesoid. That was that's a cool
2: word. I should I should have wrote that down, but I didn't. Yeah, what do you think mm. about
0: that? So, uh, Ryan, have you seen the movie Batteries Not Included?
2: Yeah, the yeah the '80s movie, those little uh, little alien robots fly around. <laughs> yep, <laughs> it's been that, years, but I saw it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> uh, I'm only it's only fresh in my memory because we recently reviewed it on Robots vs Dinosaurs, and nice. so well, in yeah, that movie, the the fixits is what the robots are called. The fixits they collect aluminum cans and scrap metal and all these things, and then they they build baby robots, and they. Infuse wow. them with some sort of life. There, I, there's some part of the process we don't see when they're yep. creating their little robot babies, but when they come out, the design of them is all of the collected scrap metal that the parents have collected to build their bodies. Yeah, it's the it's it's significant to me because it's it's the only time in robot sci-fi that I can think of where you see a robot having children or making like, children. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So and the idea of a doing robot that here. and a human woman having a baby, I, I, think, I, think what, I think what Wanda, I think Wanda's just throwing this word synthesoid out, but I think yeah. she's, I think that's <laughs> probably just like, in her mind, that's a organic robot combined combination living form of, I don't know, living being that she speculates her children will be. They, do you think they're actually real? No, I don't.
2: Okay. I really don't. Do you? No, I I don't. I don't think that most of this stuff, I know I don't think that the babies are real. Okay. <laughs> I'll stop okay. it. I
0: don't think the babies are real. Well, let's okay. talk about this commercial break and then we'll get back into the babies. So what was the uh, we thing? get this oh, another really fun commercial break. I'm hoping every episode has one of these. It's, so far, they, they do, and I'm hoping it continues. It's almost Um, like they're they're post-credit scenes.
2: You know, it's like a little hinty type scene, but they're doing it in the
0: middle instead of at the end. A little bit of world building, and it's also fun, but also bizarre. So this one is Hydra Soak. Uh, (laughs) It's luxury bath powder.
2: And 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 do you want to get away without going anywhere or something like that? Yes, precisely. They say escape to a world all your own. I immediately thought this had something to do with the some allusion to the world that they're in. Something has something
0: to do with that, I feel. I got a total recall vibe from it. Yeah. Cause in total recall, the whole they they have this technology where you can take a virtual vacation to literally right. another planet. Yep. So yeah, and no, that's exactly that
2: type of thing. You know, you want to get away. And is that maybe the some the similar kind of world that they're in now, you know? So, something Good. like that, you know? But,
0: Good but, question. Yeah. Let, let's, yeah, yeah. let's speculate on that because if Vision had his head crushed by Thanos mm-hmm. and they recover his body and maybe Shuri yeah. was able to create a copy of his consciousness or his, his code, mm-hmm. maybe while they're repairing his physical body or creating a new physical body for him, they mm-hmm. have to put his brain in something.
2: His consciousness kind of, is yeah
0: okay. So maybe this world that we're seeing is not real; it's not physical, but it's 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 real in the mind of right. Vision as he's being and, rebuilt. And do you think that Wanda is involved in helping create
2: this world to keep his consciousness there, or she is, or she she's not she's not involved, and she somehow is in some other way involved? Like she's I mean, unaware with Vision is yeah, maybe wanda I'm, is maybe wanda trying to save vision and this is it, her helping in
0: the process by creating this world. I don't want the reveal at the end to be this was all a dream. And, oh God, God, and I yeah. don't think it's that. So I'm I'm clinging That's to the, the <laughs> fact that the wanda we're seeing is wanda and not a simulation of wanda. Yeah. Okay. So my simulation theory only goes so far. I can, I can sort of um, fudge it by saying, well, what if Wanda is, you know, like imagine if uh, your, your spouse is in a coma and you go to the hospital every day to read to them or talk right. to them because you want to be there when they wake up. You also want their subconscious to hear your voice and yep. comforted by that, or you can help sort of pull them out of their coma. We see that a lot of movies, Rocky Two. Has that mm-hmm. when Adrian goes into a coma and Rocky's there, he uh, trying to read to her every day um, until she wakes up. So I could see Wanda being like dedicated to her husband and yes. wanting to to be there for him, and maybe she is using her powers to like get inside of his subconscious as he's coming back to consciousness. Yes. I, again, spaghetti at the wall. I'm throwing spaghetti at the wall.
2: Yeah. There's so many things it could be. It's it's you know hey. All ideas are welcome. Yep. I mentioned how the emotions Wanda's feeling, like as she's having labor pains, is affecting the the world outside. Um, mm-hmm. To when she was also like setting up the baby room. What did she? I feel fluttery inside, and then whoosh, the the all the little butterflies turned real. But like yeah. it didn't seem like she did that on purpose. She was surprised that it happened. Like, oh, how you know? Which so.
0: Do you Why? remember in, in uh, Infinity War, we see something extremely similar visually to that moment with um, when Doctor Strange is fighting Thanos.
1: Mm-hmm. There,
0: there's a moment during oh, their yeah. fight when they're like throwing magic back and forth at each other. And he throws this like magical blast at, at him and he just turns it into butterflies. He yeah, just, yeah. And it all just turns yes. into butterflies. Maybe uh,
2: again with the reality stone. Yeah. Because I think
0: that's what he was using to do that. I think so. I think so. Because yeah. you see, like, that that's a cool thing that um, is very well known uh, if you're looking for it. But in, in Infinity War and Endgame, every time Thanos uses his gauntlet, the stone in particular that he's using the power of lights up. Yeah. And it's re- a really cool attention yeah. to detail that they... It's amazing. <laughs> that's why I there. love the MCU. It's just I was cracking up through the the sitcom aspect of this episode when the stork appears, the phones are down so they can't call the doctor, Wanda is like breathing through this spontaneous pregnancy, all the while Geraldine, yeah. or no, this is when she's still trying to hide the pregnancy, Geraldine is telling this inane story about her boss's hiccups. And right. I found this yep. hilarious. The, the, the fact that she just continues plowing through with her story, the hijinks with the stork, like, trying to eat the fish on her pants. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's very, very funny, but it weird stuff. Just, that was funny. And so one thing that I wrote down that Geraldine specifically mentions in this whole story is yeah. the product that she's writing advertisements for is called Gravidios. And I'll bet I'll bet we get a commercial for it in a, in a future episode, but yeah. Gravidios. And she comes up with this catchphrase, launch into your day the right way. Um, they talk about this being like an, a marshmallow, like Lucky Charms, like a, like a Lucky Charms cereal. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, with a little moon man. She says the mascot for the cereal is like a little moon man. So again, like this is this is supporting my theory that they're in an orbital sword space station. <laughs> right. <laughs> that there's all these this talk about space and moon man and things like that. Astronauts, gravity o's. Cool. Space is cool. So then, yeah, there's a lot of hijinks with baby, the pregnancy. Finally, Wanda does reveal that she's pregnant because she needs Geraldine's help. Vision literally runs to get the doctor and puts him like runs him back to the house on his back. Wanda has a baby.
2: Now, his car was his car broken down. He was. I don't remember. He had. I swear, did he have his hood up or something? And he was. I can't remember. I wish because I wrote, "Can they leave?" with a question mark. Because Ooh. later on, because later on, he mentions, oh, are you are going to go on your vacation now? And he says something about how, no, now he's not going to. So, like, can people, is it maybe they can't leave? So, mm-hmm. I mentioned that because I don't know. Maybe there's always something that's stopping them from leaving this Westview. That's what it was, right? Yeah. Yep, Westview. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. that's. Uh... So, I, I made that note. I Oh, man. That's Last a- night, I, I drank a bunch of rumplemints. I might have been drunk at
0: that point. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because I, I, I also wrote <laughs> down the doctor's line, small towns, so hard to escape. Yeah. The word escape yeah, right, is, is yeah. very prescient there, right? Yeah. Fireplace roars, must be the motion.
2: The vacuum starts uh, sucking, pushing, mm. uh, you know, I'm just all the things that are happening as she's in labor.
0: Yep. They have this nice back and forth about what they want to name the baby, and Wanda wants it to be Tommy, he wants it to be Billy, and then when Mm -hmm. the baby comes out, he concedes and and says Tommy, and that's a really nice moment between them. But what I thought was the nicest thing about this is Vision, when she tells him it's time to meet your baby he phases back to his real face. He wants yeah, yeah. the first time he sees his baby, he wants the baby to see his him as he is. And I think that, I thought that was a beautiful moment.
2: Yeah, that was really, that was great, yeah. Oh, we yeah, see, that, Okay. I, I oh, see this, no. yeah, the same thing you wrote. The Dr. Nielsen says he can't get away after all small towns are so hard to escape. Yeah, I, I didn't that down here, yes.
0: Yeah, so, like the whole, the whole, the doctor going to Bermuda thing, the, mm-hmm. he was never going to Bermuda. The, yeah. Like, Never, ever, ever was he actually planning to go to Bermuda. It was just a setup to create more tension and give vision a problem to solve. Yes. Never an actual thing that this doctor was and his wife were going to do. Right? Yeah. No, absolutely. And we also see like this Truman Show thing coming back up with Agnes and Herb (laughs) gossiping in the yard. And they're talking about Wanda.
2: Yeah, that was that. This scene is the coolest. But go on. Sorry.
0: Yes. Well, did you did you write that down any of their dialogue? Because I wrote down some of the stuff that Geraldine said,
2: but the vision sees. No, I didn't write the Geraldine stuff. I went right from that to the vision sees Agnes and Herb outside after Doctor leaves. Agnes asks if Geraldine is inside with Wanda. Well, okay. Then...
0: So let, let's talk about the Agnes and Herb thing. They're, they're gossiping about Wanda. Agnes is sort of making all these side comments about, oh, I saw her, blah, blah, blah. And like the, her, her voice gets whispery before we actually yes. hear what she's saying. And they say some very ominous things to Vision. Who is Wanda? Where is she from? How well yeah. do you really know her? She kind of came out of nowhere. Knowing that Geraldine is definitely a SWORD agent, do you think that Agnes and Herb are also SWORD agents or are they HYDRA perhaps? <laughs>
2: I have this feeling that they're opposing sides. So I, I, Me too. I do. I think that they're Hydra. I, I, I think so. Yeah. yeah. That that's what I think. I don't know what else to add, but yeah. I I I do think that. I think they're they're they are uh, Hydra and uh, and Sword and Geraldine mm. is Sword. Yeah. For sure. And not also, I always put Geraldine in quotes because I don't think that's who she really – that's not who she really
0: is. She's not – stay off of IMDb though. Uh, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. Because huge, huge spoiler on IMDb for this character. Yeah. But, to be
2: honest with you, I, I really do think I know what it is because I – What's but, your theory?
0: And I, I won't confirm or or I think that's – I
2: think that she's the uh the daughter of Captain Marvel's friend from uh from the Captain Marvel movie, The Little Girl.
0: Oh, uh, you're talking about Monica Rambeau. Yes. Okay. That's who I think it is. Um how come? Like what what's the connection or what's the I I think I, I read, think read the, it. I think oh, I okay. read it. <laughs> <laughs> hey God, let me see. Let me just check something.
2: How do I spell it O oh, Rambo, not like Rambo.
0: Yeah, like yes. the French spelling, I guess. Or it says Monica
2: Rambeau is a fictional be appearing in American comics, created by. Yeah, well it says says she's in WandaVision, so. Yeah, that's what I'd be I ruined. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I kind of thought that's what it was. In- oh, there I am. I kind of thought that's what it was anyway. So no big deal. Okay. But, but anyways,
0: um, so where were we on this episode here? Well, so Geraldine plays, uh, she kind of exposes herself and I can't tell if it's an accident or not because Wanda says, "Oh, uh, yep. I'm a twin. I, she, when the second baby comes out, she says yeah. to Geraldine, I'm a twin. I had a brother. His name was Pietro.
2: This part was and awesome.
0: Geraldine says he was killed by Ultron though, wasn't he? Yeah. And she's, she just is like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say that? Yeah. What, what, and yep. shortly after this is when we, is when she gets tossed through a portal that I think Wanda creates yeah. and she ends up in an FBI field. And it's
1: it out, out it
2: it like a, all these lights, like around this big area almost kind of, and I kind of was wondering what, what is that? Is that just, is that some kind of lo-
0: secure location? It seemed like it was oh. a containment field. Of some Yeah. Sort right like a yeah, force right. field that like but like a reality field not a force right field, yeah yeah you know? no, that yeah um i got you i did i did write down one of the things herb said he because her him and agnes keep repeating this she came here because we're all dot 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 she came yes. here because we're all yeah. and he never finishes that sentence. never finishes it are, are they what do you all, think is the end of that sentence? are they all dead uh are they all trapped
2: yeah something that that's my guess but i don't ah. know the thing is, though, it's going to be that I know it's not something as obvious. Marvel's it's not going to be obvious, but what I saw you just like have a
0: revelation over here the snapping. <laughs> yeah. What if these are the the what did they call it in Homecoming? The um, um, the the uh, the poof. The no, that was, that's not what they called the, it the snap.
2: This uh, I forget. Yeah,
0: what, the, what did they call it? But they had uh, they also had a word for like the people that were that disappeared dude, and then came right, back. Like,
2: they're, like they're all there from the snap like is that what you mean like that's where they all went
0: yeah like these are all people that were snapped away dude that's genius that that's fucking good
2: theory right there i like Think that so? yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna look more into that i'm gonna yeah that i'm gonna when i watch again i'm gonna Keep that in my mind while watching to see if it all lines up. But that's yeah. that seems like a really really cool theory. Cause
0: yeah, man, <laughs> I
2: yeah. don't know where that would go, but cause yeah, I don't either. But that's it's gonna somehow that snap is gonna involve this and opening up the multiverse, which is it's it's gonna all come together into that something. The snap, the dude, that was. That was smart. That was some good thinking there. I'm, I'm with you on that. I like that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I think that's I, I like,
0: I like that more than it's, um, a simulation or, you know, yeah. vision is creating a simulated world. Yeah. I like that. I like that
2: better too. That's, that's insane. Cool. That's cool. We're, we're getting somewhere with our theory yeah, crafting. That's cool. You need, sometimes you need people to bounce back and forth that to get that. Yeah, that was awesome. Absolutely.
0: That's why I definitely yeah. want to keep analyzing these episodes and oh yeah, and yeah, talking we're, about we're, this show, talking about how it fits into the MCU. So what uh, what other notes do you have for episode three? Because I think okay. I everything stay, I wrote down.
2: Yeah, Wanda and I are outside after Doctor leaves. As message inside with Wanda, then Wanda sees the symbol, and the next thing you know, she gets shot out. She sings to the baby. Is she singing? She's singing
0: in like uh,
2: Sokovian. It's beautiful. Uh, it's
0: another really beautiful moment of just genuine yeah, emotion. It. So we, we both don't think the babies are real, though, right? That's something we agree on? No. Yeah, I'm just seeing if I cut to the modern
2: time, guarantee shots the yes, FBI and cops around, and then we got Cheer Up Sleepy Jean playing in the background, which is... I, I love it when they play an upbeat song like that in an eerie situation. That's always really cool. Uh, Vision comes back in from outside. Wanda's great. I like how when Vision comes back in and how just how creepy Wanda is when she said she left, honey. She had to rush home. You know, I thought that was fucking that was cool. Yeah, just in really creepy. I That's thought she killed all. her.
0: I thought for a moment she killed her. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, That me too. <laughs> but yeah, then she got shot out into the looks like what looked like the modern regular world. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's about all I have on that, that episode. So,
0: I so let me ask that. you, do you, do, you think, do you think Geraldine messed up by saying more yeah. than she should let on? Or do you think that that was a deliberate, hey, I just want to break your reality a little bit, but then I'm going to pull it back kind of thing? I
2: kind of, in my head, I kind of think it might have been a mistake on her part. Yeah, I don't think she intended for that to happen. She seemed pretty legit nervous to me when yeah. Wanda was walking toward her. Like, she looked at home like, whoops. <laughs> you know, yeah. so well, maybe not. Then again, that's what I think. But we shall we shall see.
0: I I can't wait for Friday for another one. I mean, I love this show. Because cause what she brings up is not, it's not a small thing that would like... You might accidentally say in conversation. It's a big that she's talking about her dead brother, and she's talking yeah. about how he died. That, and she true. mentions, Why,
1: "Yeah, Why Ultron." Does that come?
0: Yeah, as if everybody knows who Ultron is. So what this line also does is it places, it it, it sort of takes out the time travel possibility because. If this yeah. is after Ultra, this is after every, yeah, yeah. It's you're not right. really the 1960s or 70s, right? It, it unless unless Geraldine's not
2: really from, she's come from the future.
0: Ooh, okay.
2: You know, because she's in yeah. the 1960s, 70s, and that, and then boom, she shoots out and it's like modern day. So I don't know, is that a fake world or time travel? It's just hard to tell at this point, you know?
0: So I'm going to write uh, – right now I'm going to write down a list of the biggest, the biggest possibilities that we've come up with. So one okay. of them is time, time travelers. Yes,
2: time traveling, and they're actually in these times in a, in a weird MCU way. But, the, like, but they're traveling through these times like in a, in a quicker way, and everything's happening quickly like the baby developed. It's something to do with time travel, but I don't think it's just
0: that simple. Yeah, there's also <laughs> the quantum – Oh, the quantum verse. realm? The quantum realm. The, yeah. The, the, yeah. There's so much, but or time, time moves differently in the quantum realm as well. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. There's, there's that too. It's just hard to see you making an Ant-Man connection to Wanda vision, but I guess it could, it was in end game yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it could do anything, but yeah. So the time travel, then there's, of course, the it's a made up, either the world's being is Wanda's creation through her, her powers or somehow, Vision one yeah. of them. I think it's more likely if anyone's creating this world, it's Wanda,
0: yes, Definitely. yeah, with her reality warping powers,
2: <laughs> yeah, just because she can just manipulate anything. Uh, is she just using her powers to just make this illusion around all these people, or is it actually really there? You know, mm-hmm. there's that too, because you know, Wanda can just make everything look like what she wants, but is it really there? Or is it just an
0: illusion? I, you yeah. know, kind of. And um, then, is it not a magical or powered illusion, but a technological one, like right. Ready Player One or Total Recall, where all of these people are actually in a base somewhere with headsets on, The Matrix are. or something? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're all plugged in to yes this this virtual world that they can interact with each other in, but in reality, they're be. all just on this orbital Maximese sword base like, or something like that. Yeah. That to me is the one I hope it's not the most. Yeah, I the I feel you on that. I think it's too over too overused. the 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 possibility that I hope is that that's the very bottom of my list. Uh, in terms of my hope, is a dream that it's all a dream sequence. That, yeah, you're you're right. <laughs> Nothing is worse
2: than when a movie or movie or shows like. They just explain it away as a what was that TV show end that like Dallas or something that ended like that the whole fucking show was just a dream.
0: That sounds right. Are
2: you serious? I just watched ten years of a show and this guy was dreaming.
0: (laughs) I think it was might have been St. Elsewhere. Is it was like a hospital procedural show, and then at the end, it it was revealed that it was all in the imagination of uh, a, a child with autism. I think. Oh. Wow, man. I, I th- and yeah. I haven't, w- again, I haven't watched all of Twin Peaks, but I've heard that it has a similar kind of snow globe, like weird yeah. bottle like ending that wraps things up in a very bizarre way <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that turns the whole entire <laughs> world and concept on its head. To recap, I'd say that these are these are the five theories that we're working with so far. Dream yep. sequence, time travelers, yep. quantum realm, simulation, and then sword, base, total recall, headset, uh, virtual <laughs> plug in. environment.
1: Plug-in. Plug-in. Yeah. Let's call it plug-in.
0: We'll call it plug-and-play. Yeah. Plug-and-play reality. Yes. All right. So those are our five possibilities that we're working are, – are the ones that I'd say that we have the most evidence to support and any of those five theories. And I guess next time we'll come back to that list. We'll see if we add anything new to it or if there's anything yes. that happens in a future episode that we can – easily eliminate one of these possibilities. So yes. we you know, will modify like as we go. Anything else to say about these first three episodes or about the overall show or the direction that it's going in? I, I got nothing specific. It's just I think it's
2: an amazing show. MCU is doing it again, but they're again that they're just changing it up and making it new and original and taking this idea and just diving into it hard, you know, like they're just going full force with this sitcom thing. They got balls for doing it. I think it's awesome and it's amazing. They're doing it great. Definitely check it out.
0: Yeah. And it gets me excited for the the other stuff that's coming, like Falcon and Winter Soldier. Exactly. The quality is just it's movie quality TV shows. It, that's, that's what yeah. I want. That's what I like. It's and awesome. It, and it's going to be fun to watch those other shows and look for all of the connecting tissue and all the little puzzle pieces that fit into the awesome. larger picture. Best part of the
2: MCU. That's why I love it. Just yeah, seeing how it all comes together. It's so cool.
0: Awesome. Uh, well, we'll definitely pick this up next week. I want to try a quick thing. I might edit. I might edit this whole bit out. But at the end of every episode of Robots vs Dinosaurs, we have two bonus questions that I ask the guest. So I want to try that in the context of this show. I'm not sure if it'll work. One of them. One of them for sure. Ryan, this is a section of the podcast that we call what's your snack? Ryan, what's your snack? What is your favorite movie snack? And now that it's now that we have not been able to go to movie theaters for a long time, do you have, do you recreate your movie snack at home or do you have a different at home movie snack? When I'm at home, I don't really
2: snack watching movies, Movie theaters mm. to me are where, where I snack more. And if I go to a movie and I get a snack, I'm always going to get a soda. Got to okay. get a soda. Nice big soda. Sure, it'll be 14 but you know what? It's a special occasion. And then yeah. when it comes to the snack, I am one What's of the guys. What's your snack? I, I'm, I'm the guy who loves that popcorn, the salty with a little bit of like M&Ms mixed in, and you get that, take the handful of M&Ms
0: popcorn, that is my snack. That's a popular answer. That's a good one. <laughs> yes. Excellent. Excellent. I mean, All right. can't go wrong. Final bonus question. I'm not sure if it'll work with this, but- if we were to recast any two characters with Whoopi Goldberg and Danny DeVito, how would that change the show WandaVision, and who would you, who would you cast them as? Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg would definitely have to be Wanda. Yep.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: Absolutely. There's no doubt because, I mean, it's obvious. And then uh, who is the other one? Danny DeVito? Danny DeVito. Oh, Danny DeVito? Oh. Damn, that's a good one. Uh, that's definitely gonna Agnes. Yeah, she. Correct be, answer. Be a, that that is an Agnes if I've ever seen one right there. Yeah, yeah. And I and like
0: change nothing, change nothing about the costumes, <laughs> no, the absolutely. dialogue. Just plug Danny DeVito in there. I
2: want Danny DeVito to get out of bed, walk to the set, and just do his scenes. <laughs> I don't. I don't want a hair and makeup trailer. I don't want warm up. Just get your ass on the. Get
0: get on the scene, <laughs>
2: Whoopi, Danny, we need you on
0: set. <laughs> oh God, it would be super fun. I will say, I love Elizabeth Olsen. I love Catherine Hahn. I don't want to lose them, but yeah. I do want to. Since we're playing with parallel realities anyway, I do want to see a version of these episodes with Goldberg yeah. and Devito. That's
2: right. We'll make a, we'll make a Batman six, and we'll have uh, we'll have uh, fuck we'll have fucking Wanda play a uh, Penguin. It'll be, mm. it'll be great
0: perfect yeah we just we swap them out nobody's losing anything they're just switching switching exactly perfect all right also you know i was afraid that that wouldn't work with the show but it's definitely working so (laughs) i'm glad i'm glad that i asked Hell yeah! Um, cool. All right. Uh, well, nice. Ryan, thank you again. This was really, yeah. really fun. Yeah, that and, was awesome, man. That was great. And I'm looking forward to talking about episode four next week. I don't know anything about the next episode, and I, I'm trying to keep yeah. it that way. I'm trying yeah. not to read anything or look at IMDb again. <laughs> um, yeah, you guys stay. So after I've seen it,
2: no more googling.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah,
2: no, yeah. We'll, we'll watch the next one. We'll do it again. Can't wait. So I I made that note.
1: uh, Man, last night I, I drank a bunch of rumple mints. I might have been drunk at that point. The camera zooms in.